0: Guys, welcome to Tanked Up, your weekly video game playing beer drinking podcast. My name is Ben Nova. I'm joined once again by Alex Malpass. Good evening. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm all right. How are you?
0: Yes, I'm very well, thank you. And good. again, we are joined by Adil Kerji. Hello. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Excellent, excellent. This week, it's not a special episode. We're not doing special beers. We're back on our own brew box. Yeah, nice. So,
1: new brew box, although we had a, another uh, partisan. Lemongrass Saison. We might have so snitched one last night. Since we've already reviewed it, yeah, we drank it last night and it was a lovely beer. Again, it was. Wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. I didn't get a chance the first time around and I gotta say, you guys were bang on. Yeah, nice. Um, okay, so what we've got tonight is um, a 4 Pure IPA, it's an IPA challenge essentially tonight. So we've got a 4 Pure IPA, um, a Siren Soundwave IPA, which um, I've had before but you guys haven't, mm-hmm. which, is, which is a great beer. And um, Weird Beard Five O'clock Shadow American IPA, so all quite similar. I figured I'd just have an IPA challenge. So yeah, that's words. great. Awesome. Um, as they're all IPAs, it doesn't matter which one we start with. They're all going to be pretty intense. I, um, let's which which one are you the most excited about? So you want the cleanest palette? Well, uh, I'm most excited about you guys having the Sound Wave. Okay. Because you've not had it. So let's hit that first.
0: Awesome. So this week, as Alex is opening that, we should be discussing... I'll let you make the noise first, shall we? This week we should be discussing the games we've played this week, as always. Um, But I thought, almost leading on from last week, talking about party games, this week we're going to have a chat about um, co-op games. Just what we like, what we don't like, what we've played over the years, and sort of which games do it quite well so you mean games where you actually
2: play with other people rather than games where you play around other people exactly exactly. Well.
0: although something like Rock Band may fall into that category because you're all sort of going towards the same goal I suppose trying to complete right. songs so. but Guitar Hero wouldn't yeah. yeah
2: Guitar Hero has a um, oh because it has bass mode right it has a co-op oh, it does have a co-op yeah,
0: yeah it does Yeah, that, okay. it almost turned into Rock Band you could use the drums and things on that as well thank you very much um, but Guitar Hero, when it first came out, was always really um, single just just single player, really. Or I think mm. one of the games, I can't remember which one, bought in um, multiplayer. But again, it was against each other rather than rather than co-op. Right. So um, yes.
1: Okay, cool. So let's uh, let's have our first beer. So this is a Siren mm. Soundwave
0: IPA. Big nose, big fruity. Mm-hmm. Move. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's sort of reminiscent of the saison last night, a little bit, a little lemony. I
2: was say a little citrus, definitely. Lots citrus. of fruit. That's an excellent beer. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? it's a bit um, oh. melony, I think. Yeah, melony mm. on the aftertaste. Mm. Yeah, some like grapefruit nice. at the mm. beginning. That's yes, yeah. that's the citrus. It's grapefruit. Um, I'm surprised at how soft it is on the finish. Like it doesn't linger mm. that much, mm. considering it's a fairly hoppy IPA. Though. Yeah, hops sort of come in. Do their business, leave. Yeah, they
0: do. Yeah. You, they sort of hit you, not quite instantly, you get a little bit of flavour first, then a bit of hops, and then it sort of settles quite nicely. Yeah, nice dry finish. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Such a nice beer. It is. So to start, we started with you out last week, didn't we? So this week, I'm going to start with Alex. What have you played this week? Um So I've played uh, a lot of
1: Hotline Miami still. Yeah. I'm on, I don't know, level eight, nine, something mm-hmm. like that killed the boss that you got stuck on at didn't you? Yeah. Um, the boss? It's a boss. Is that a boss? Yeah. Well, the, there's a guy It's kind of a boss. It's
2: you, a one-guy level. And you hit him down once and he gets back up.
0: Oh, so the, guy, the, the guy at the the terminal? At the computer? Yeah. 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 Okay. With the
1: knife. Yeah. Well, then he has a meat cleaver.
0: Hmm. Mm.
1: So, that would, And you have to get a golf bat. Golf, yeah, it's a golf club. Ah, yes, the golf bat. <laughs> um so that, yeah that, still enjoying that um i downloaded um on a steam sale rome total war 2 today mm-hmm. emperor so, edition emperor mm-hmm. edition yeah the that's true um partly because um the i like i know what i'm getting with a total war game played total war games for years yeah um and the um the trailer on steam had a sweet sweet um kind of Senate deciding what Action to take against Hannibal when they don't know where he is. And the last uh, suggestion was well, maybe he's coming over the Alps, and I'm going to. That's ridiculous! I'll never go over the Alps. And of course, he is coming up now. So that sounded cool. So I downloaded the game, switched it on, went straight to historical battles, the Hannibal one at yeah. Um and I have to purchase it. For, and so the game was seven ninety nine. Purchasing this battle is four ninety nine. So it's just oh, oh man, second. oh it was a DLC? Yeah. Oh, that's when we looked for the trailer. I thought. Well, that sure. sucks It does, yeah <sighs> So I can play the kind of campaign mode and right. There are historical battles in there But you can't pick your own Like And the DLC didn't You can't almost pick p- uh, maybe, maybe, I didn't see it in the same mm. um, But the in-game purchase wasn't
0: you, almost, you can't pick was. the advertised Mission, almost Yeah, that's yeah. stupid oh, that's so
1: But still, you know, I mean Gonna get some joy out of it anyway because it's still a Rome Total War game, so that's that's quite cool.
0: Do you know when it came out? It's it's Um, quite old now, isn't it? Because they've just brought out Attila Total War. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, I thought. I mean, I was looking at the copyright when it loaded up. It's 2014, but I can't be. When the release date for it surely? I mean, Rome Total War is like ten years
0: old or something. Actually, to be fair, maybe the second one is only. Maybe not last year. Maybe it is last year. Maybe it didn't, um, it didn't come out that long ago. I mean, We Rome, should probably have looked. Rome Total War II Emperor Edition may
1: have come out last year. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like a shitload of... Um, how I, think,
2: I like how Emperor Edition still doesn't have Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. think well, it's pre-Empire
1: Hannibal, yeah, so I suppose it shouldn't really be in the Empire Edition at all. Yeah, it should have
0: been in Total War 1 or something. Yeah. Hey, did you play the first one?
1: Uh, yeah, many years ago. Yeah.
0: How's the, how does it stand up to that?
1: Um, like graphically it's nicer Mm -hmm. Um, there's a load of features I haven't really begun to engage with yet it's the same game essentially it's the same idea isn't it it's um, real time strategy moving troops around on the Mm -hmm. battlefield the controls were I mean I didn't even like look at the obvious I didn't look at the instructions or get get any advice or anything first before I just jumped straight into a battle and was like what am I doing clicking oh yeah multi select that's right get the slingers involved charge down there don't get flanked okay yeah, no, I'm good and it's, it's fun. Um, but I guess the most enjoyable thing that I've played this week that I haven't played before is what we played last night, which was uh, mm. PPT. Yep. That was awesome. That was. Uh, it's uh,
0: Kojima, Hideo Kojima, and Guillermo del Toro's joint venture at making a, um, a teaser for Silent Hills, which may never come out now, mm. considering <laughs> that Kojima may no longer be at Konami. Well, no. It's clear that he's not with Komunami, and the only thing he said was, I guarantee you, I will finish Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth yeah. for a couple of weeks as well. His but Twitter handle has gone almost silent, garden. so it's... Uh, but, it's, yeah,
2: it is interesting that Silent Hill was not mentioned at all.
0: Very, very true, very true. But that was... a. Uh, and that was a shit scary experience.
2: Yeah, it was. It was terrifying. Um, so um, do you mind just telling us what, to, what it's like for those who haven't seen the t- trailers? So
1: it's, um, it's a really weird format for a game where it's just um, the whole like level uh, repeats endlessly. Well, not endlessly, but um, all you're doing is playing over the same very small patch of ground. It's like an L-shaped corridor with three doors, I think. Maybe four doors. So the first time you walk down and there's like a radio playing kind of creepy lights you look at a couple of things turn around oh. the corner
2: yeah and the radio's telling you sort of the story of the game where it's um, yeah. some man apparently came and uh, shot his wife and killed his baby and then did something to I his think one six of the, year old daughter uh, I think she
0: she hid didn't she and then yeah. on a, when you so basically, you repeat through this corridor, don't you? When you yeah. get to the end of the corridor, you start again at the beginning of the yeah, corridor.
1: Yeah, you go out the door at the end, and it just launches you straight yeah. back through the door you came through. Yeah, and, and
0: it sometimes the radio is playing. Sometimes it, it isn't. But you get a bit more exposition through the different sort of on the third or fifth or sort of eighth cycle. It, it sort of changes very slowly, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and then there was a like, ghostly appearance of some freaky-looking woman that kind of sketched us out a bit. And it was oh, it was, a, it, was a, it was sort of.
2: You could hear howling. You had a sense that there was something going on in this mm. run through of the corridor, about five or six in. And we think it was when you stayed still. Um, spoiler yeah. alert. Um, but it was a complete and total jump scare. Uh, it was the second, my second lap through, because uh, we were passing the, the controller around. And sure enough, I turned around and there was just this gnarly apparition of a of a clearly dead woman yelling at the top of her lungs at us. I'm not
0: really sure what she did to us, but we hit the floor and that was it. It was just yeah, sort of over.
2: It seemed like we actually died, um, but I kind of wish we had a, a recording of us playing that because all three of us just yelped like school children. It was good, quite good. And then, of course, after that, every other... Time, second we're playing, we're like, when is she gonna come yeah. back? And it's just tense the whole way through. Something like oh, jump scares
1: are on the table now? Okay, now I'm gonna be worried about more of them. Mm. So, it's a really clever combination of like audio, like, um, triggers and things that would, um, build up attention. And also, there's no real interaction between you and the scenery, like, if there's no like pick up and look at button, or like, the scenery doesn't really. Well, yeah, like yeah, you can you zoom in a little all you look, can do is zoom yeah. in yeah mm-hmm. so it forces you to stare at things at the scenery and look at in detail, and whereas safety considerations would indicate that you should just run as yeah, yeah. as you yeah. can you have to stand and stare at things so it was like forcing you to do what you don't want to do in a scary situation I it was quite it's clever.
0: it's so simple as well with it just being an l shaped corridor yeah you've got that point where you get to the 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 end of yeah. the, the, the you know where the dog leg is. And it's just that moment where you have to turn yeah. and there may or may not be something there and, and most of the time there isn't anything there and it's all <laughs> exactly the same. Or Sometimes uh, there's a refrigerator dripping blood <laughs> hanging from the rafters. Sometimes there's a giant woman staring at you. <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot. We saw her
2: briefly flash. So we did get foreshadowing that she was mm. going to jump scare us because she like flashed in front of us and then everything went dark and then she disappeared. Mm. And then shortly after that... Is when we got in a jump scare. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. The bathroom door was ajar, oh, and then it pulled shut. Something inside the bathroom pulled and, shut. Yeah, you could see someone pulling it shut, like a quick mm. flash of a body. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have. Um, I'd have wanted to play it on my own. No. <laughs> then having to stay in my house by myself for the uh, for the night. Yeah, Although we did um, then have a couple more beers and play a little bit of GTA, which uh, chilled the mood a little bit slightly. So. <laughs> That's true,
2: yeah. Uh, and Not only GTA, but GTA with explosive or and or flaming bullets. Really. Yeah, nice. Which, if you've never tried, look up the cheats because explosive
1: bullets are all kinds of fun. And f- a flame rounds. Yeah, fun. I think there's shooting a, t- a flame round at someone who's driving past you in their car, and it's to burst into flames and crash into a side of the road. Is
2: oh yeah, genius. Or or like trying to pick off the cops um, in such a way that they light their their mates on
0: fire. Or yeah. well, you've tried to run away from them you're halfway up a mountain and they just crest a ridge and yeah. they actually set them on fire just as they come over. Absolute carnage. Yeah joy. Alright, so yeah that was my uh that was my game week. Your week in gaming. Nice. So Adol, what have you uh what have you apart from those, what have you played this week? Uh, what have I played this week? Um,
2: uh, I I did a bad thing. Okay. I um I started Minecraft. Oh. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: I didn't play a lot of it. Only about probably a week's worth of nights, like seven to ten day-night cycles. Right. Just to get a feel for the game. Um, I probably spent just as much time looking for a texture pack that wasn't so strenuous to look at. (laughs) Right. Um, I kind of liked it. I, I ended up not really doing a lot of world exploring, mm-hmm. but just decided to continue to improve my house because as a, as a homeowner, apparently, <laughs> I just wanted to nest in the fake world as well as the real world.
0: <laughs> so how does that, sort of? I imagine that most of the people listening have probably seen something of Minecraft and know a little bit about it, but you've played StarMade as well. Yeah. We're coming back to StarMade for fucks. sake. <laughs> like, why have I started this? How does it compare to StarMade? Completely different beasts.
2: Uh, Starmate, there is um, no danger of staying in one place. Okay. There's also no game <laughs> staying in one place. <laughs> um, Starmate is, I think, so there's a mode in Minecraft which is called creative where um, you don't have the, like at nighttime in Minecraft, um, uh, monsters come. And it's okay. like skeletons with bows and arrows zombies, uh, zombies are really easy to kill, um, they take several hits, um, skeletons have bone arrows and they kind of suck because if you haven't hit water in between you, you're basically screwed because mm-hmm. they'll knock you back with the arrow faster than you can get to them. Um, and then there's creepers which are basically, look like walking cacti. Yeah, like green things. Yeah, weird green yeah. things and they, um, when they get to you, close to you within maybe three blocks of vicinity they start flashing and if you don't leg like it uh, for about after three seconds, they'll explode. Oh. Um, there's witches who poison you, um, and
0: then there's the. So there's quite a variety of enemies. Yeah. And unlike Star Maid, I suppose it was just, just sort of pirates, wasn't it? it was yeah. Just sort of little ships.
2: And they tended to be territorial in Star right? Like you, you go into their territory to pick a fight. So mm-hmm. if you just felt like exploring in
1: Star you could just, oh, that's a pirate station, I'll, I'll just go away and I'll do the mining yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I did see them just randomly go past before and had to kind of get out of their way right but very rare
2: overall Yeah. so the um, in Minecraft they basically
0: are hunting you down Hmm. Um, so it's quite it's almost like a survival game oh yeah it's totally a survival game yeah Yeah.
2: Um, uh, and then there's there's hardcore mode which apparently is once you die that's over Mm -hmm. Um, again it's procedural generated it's the I mean it is the procedural generated voxel game yeah um, but it, it was really cool. Um, so, like, I I learned how to do things. Like, um, I mean, at first you could just make a, a hut literally out of mud, just so that you can like peer out and survive the night. Um, but then you can chop down wood, make axes. Um, you, you if you're close to sand, you can make glass. I made, I mm-hmm. made a giant bay window and watched the the yeah. zombies just bumping into it because they're a beeline <laughs> for me, but they couldn't uh, attack the me uh i have half a second story built mm-hmm. um it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. um and if i have the luck out and find lava and iron mm-hmm. so um thanks to the internet i know i could go to the next like you can make a portal to go to the nether which then uh, you need mats to do because they at some point um they added a whole new they added an end of the story which involves sort of getting to a new type of world and then another type of world after that. Okay. But really I think the fun, I'd like to try co-op and just like, Mm -hmm. like have a lark and explore a world with a mate. I think that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, it is really frustrating when you die because, um, you actually, it tells you what levels you have, which involves like how many things you've killed. You get experience from like mining coal, certain things give you experience. Um, you die all your, all whatever you're carrying just drops right um and so if you die in a really shitty place just like oh all those things i was carrying where yeah um which is why you learn the hard way to make a chest
0: mm-hmm. and all these other things and it's, it's really i was quite so, surprised so, by yeah, it yeah I, I didn't sort of realize it was that um complex and in depth yeah. it's sort of i suppose bringing in elements of um as, well if you're playing with other people on your server bringing in elements of Sort of more classic MMO games, you know, when you die, your your loot stays with you. Everything stays. You've got to get back to your body to be yeah. able to pick everything up. Oh, and that's the thing; it just drops. Mm. Um,
2: you, if there's someone else there, they can pick it up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I, I'm. I think I'll try and poke it a little more just mm-hmm. to see. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I kind of just did it because of. Enjoying Star Made and just being like, well, what, what, why are all the kids getting into this? Yeah. And so creative Mm -hmm. mode is like an entirely different beast because you, um, apparently you can just rig it so that you don't even have to find mats. You can, there are mods that just give you unlimited mats and, oh, right, you can just build as much as you like, yeah. Yeah, like I found someone who has started, um, recreating Los Santos. Quality. Um, so they've got all of downtown and part of, um. Uh, the the park mountain rangey bits yeah, modeled in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's insane. Um nice. but yeah, it's sort of things like that are, are really kind of cool. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that uh, was surprising. I'll probably poke at it. I don't think I'll become one of those Minecraft addicts, but definitely when you just, I mean, the day night cycle is twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, nighttime is the only time where the bad guys come because they all burn up in the sun. Mm-hmm. Unless they're in the shade of a tree, I found out the hard way because okay. there was a skeleton under a tree just sort of arrowing. <laughs> me. Um, but it's kind of funny because you literally, there's suddenly, like, the sun rises and then the zombie that's standing over the hill is just lights a fire in this really low-res way. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of walk up to him and just bonk him and then he'll die because he's half-dead from the sun. But yeah, it was, neat. it
1: was neat. Nice. Cool. Should we have another beer? We shall. So let's have the four pure... Um, IPA, so it's in a can like most of the rangers
0: these days. Yep, we had a four pure pills a few weeks ago, and second we've week had I think.
1: A pale ale of it a week No, or I think we not. just had pills.
0: I think.
1: Fair enough. We drank the pale ale just of an evening without. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah so yeah in a can for freshness
0: because I know we, we, that was the episode that we went on a rant about graphic design of bottles and yeah. cans and things
1: and we like the 4pure
0: yeah I think it's good I think we thought that they changed the, um, the logo not the logo as such but there's almost a, a silhouetted um, sheaf of wheat on the side mm-hmm. um, we thought that that may have changed but it is the colour of the can that changes isn't it rather than yeah, rather the logo true. Back to the graphic design podcast. So this one is a kind of navy
1: blue, kind of silvery blue.
0: The can, not the beer. The can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise that'd be an the, beer. The bluest IPA you've mm. ever seen. Yeah. It's
1: actually quite light.
0: Yeah. Sort
2: of like um, honey.
0: I think both of these have been quite um, Ooh. quite clear as well, haven't they? We, no, neither of these are a, a bitty sort of beer. No, No.
2: What is that note? Sweetness,
1: mm. and the the aroma. I'm yeah, thinking. yeah, cool.
2: What is that? Yeah,
1: it's really difficult to describe, isn't it? It reminds me
2: of cotton candy before you get um, the the red or blue colour flavoring. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that
0: sort of spun sweetness,
2: like like it's airy but sweet. Mm, it's
0: almost quite wheaty as well. You get a very grainy. Flavor from it. Mm. Ooh, it's totally different from it's
1: not like citrusy. No, no not, not at all. At all. Um, Hops
0: linger a lot more. Mm-hmm. Not, not in a bad way, but it's, a, it's sort of a long, medium finish. Mm. It's a bit heavier than the um, the siren, mm. a bit heavier than the sound wave. It's kind of got like a sort
1: of blackberries thing going on in the end of the taste. I'm getting like a kind of like sharp, sort of yeah, there's, fruity. Yeah, mm-hmm. not really citrusy, but. Maybe
2: a little tart mm, fruitiness. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Like not citrusy tartness, but like, like you said,
1: berry tartness. Yeah, like mm. blackberries or something. <laughs> it's, it's nice, is, it's yeah, good. It's nice. totally different taste though. Yeah, so completely, completely, completely different. Other end of the scale.
0: That's really intriguing. It is. So, this week I have played several games. All in the last couple of days, I thought. Beginning of the week after the last podcast, I'd hardly played anything. Yeah. Oh, well, how's your thumb? Oh, thumb's um, thumbs, alright. It's getting there. It's getting there. Gaming it's a, thumb. It's, um, I tried to play Oli 2, mm-hmm. which I've wanted to play for ages. No, it's a really good thing Yeah, about Since it, it came uh, free as a PlayStation Plus game this month, and it, it sort of as release, it released on the day that it became available as a PlayStation Plus game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you. It's a, a little skateboarding 2D side scrolling skateboarding game, and you use the left thumbstick to basically do all of the moves. And it's my left thumb that is, you know, like ripped apart. Um, and I got to play a few levels, and I'm pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can imagine it's a game that you, you, obviously you will get better at it as you play, mm. um, but it's one of those games where I, sort of, I wasn't hitting the high score to progress through to the next level. And I thought, oh, do I put this down? My thumb sort of hurts, a, you know, it aches still a little bit because that is the only, almost the only button, or the only motion the that I'm using. Mm. Um, and it started to ache, and I'm thinking, no, I'm just going to have one more go, i have one more go, i have one more go. <laughs> We've never heard that story before. Well, again, exactly the same as the games we were talking about last week. The reset button is is triangle, and I was just hitting that continuously, just crash down, don't land, sort of, you know, very well. Um, and so the controls are a little... Not difficult to get a hold of, but it's a slightly different take. When you um, go to land, to get a better landing, you need to tap X. So I, it's just the, the mechanism that they've put in. Whereas I'm not sure whether it was in skate or Tony Hawk's or something like that, but to land well, I, I basically just been moving the left analogue stick. Mm. So I th- I'm trying to pull myself back almost to level my board out, yeah, but, but that's, that's-, not, that's not how it works. So, yeah, I think skate was it was a balance based landing
2: because
1: mm. we played a little bit of skate three a few months ago. Yeah, but not enough for me to really get my yeah. head around the dynamics of it.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it, it's odd, but it, it takes a bit of getting into. But once I decided to get the hang of it, I just it was really nice. Just constantly kept playing that. Um, I've gone back to Drive Club a little bit, which I played. Um, quite a bit of, not when it first released but a couple of months ago um, and that's getting better and better they've changed the controls on that slightly so drifting's a little bit easier that was the one part of the game that I was sort of having trouble with mm-hmm. um, and now cars uh, drift around corners a lot easier So, so I mean, Is it like more arcade-y? Uh, no, it's very sim okay. it's very simulation racer um, I play it more as an arcade bash into people and bounce off of them Edges and stuff, which you get penalised for. Oh right, now mm. I remember. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, but that just seems to be getting better. They they keep releasing new tracks. Um, I've not bought the season pass, but I might do. The only additional expansions that I've got are. Do you have the Hannibal expansion yet? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. But there are some good mountains in it. I'm not sure <laughs> whether it's the Alps. Maybe it is the Alps. Um, but it, it just looks fantastic. It's such a nice looking game. Um, mm. Yeah, the expansions I played they gave for free because they'd um, had server issues when the game released. Mm. Big server issues, and people just couldn't really play it very well. And the whole point of, or one of the main selling points of the game is that it's very social, it's very integrated. You can, you know, try and match your friends' scores, you can try and get down to the minutiae of the actual tracks and try and cut the corners and, and get that, that line around the corners better than other people to get more points and things like that so it's very social and if you don't have that in the game it is just another racing game a, a nice looking racing game mm-hmm. but it's just like another put racing game they a lot of effort game. into that, yeah in so direction. because they didn't sort of have the servers you know anywhere near as good as I, they wanted I would imagine they gave a couple of expansions for free so I just sort of played them the last couple of days and they're quite nice it's all you know, much for muchness, similar to the other tracks and things, but it's a couple of different locations, a few different cars. Um, I've managed to get up to whatever the top level of car is supercars, and that is some scary shit. <laughs> Flying down a, a, a straight to then come into a hard corner in the pitch black when it's raining, which looks awesome as well. It's just, you just heart in your mouth. Nice. Yeah, so that's good. Um, what, else what else have I played? Oh, um, Counter Strike, not Counter Strike. What am I talking I about? Like you're stealing Counter, my uh, game. Counter Spy. Counter Spy. Counter yes. Spy. Mm, what's that? Um, that is a. It was another free PlayStation Plus game this month. It's another 2D platformer. Um, but you're a, um, a spy for an agency, and you're trying to play off two fictional countries against each other which are very obviously america and russia Mm -hmm. so you have two different themed sets of levels depending on whether you go and infiltrate a russian base or an american base um you've basically got to make your way through the level collecting pieces of intel you can pick up additional blueprints for extra guns like a stealth so it's you you can stealth it i mean that's the option that's the way that i've been playing the levels but you can Um, Some of the weapons are just a shotgun and you can run through the level blowing people up. Doing things like that, um, basically you've got to get to the end of the level before um, the DEFCON level raises too much. Um, So if if you're spotted and you don't deal with that person quickly enough, they will get on their radio and the DEFCON meter will start to go up. It will then go up to a new DEF CON level and it will keep going. And if it gets to the the, the top DEF CON if it gets to DEF CON 1 they will press the button and nukes will set off and that will be game over. Um, I mean it's really nice. It's almost the Venture Brothers if anyone's seen that. It's that sort of aesthetic. It's very awesome. sort of 60s, 70s but you know, some of the screens as well some of the loading screens have got a grainy sort of filter over the top of them so it looks more in keeping with sort of that period as well. Very cool. And the music's very sort of Jazzy, which is nice. I mean, it, it, it's got a really nice feel to it. Yeah, I, mean, um, I actually downloaded it on the Vita yesterday oh, yeah.
2: after you told me it was good. Mm. Um, I haven't turned it on yet, um, but hopefully, I'll be able to say something next week about it as well.
0: Nice. nice. I, I suppose it'd be a, a different experience as well. Well, maybe not quite a different experience, but it'd be nice to see how it plays on a Vita compared to you know, playing on a 40 inch telly on a yeah. PS4. So I mm-hmm. imagine there'll be some slight differences but yeah it'd be cool yeah. to, to chat about that next week and, and see and no. mm. next so, next ah, possibly
2: yeah I'll, I'll probably be on a, a, a hiatus of a couple of you weeks you may be you
0: may be like, go say. back to the motherland that is Canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah you may take a short break yeah. but we may try and get you in via Skype or something hmm. try and send which some, is definitely, send some beers through the internet
2: yeah Oh, well, yeah. I away? <laughs> don't know yet. We'll figure it yeah. out. <laughs> uh, well, I, I definitely am going to bring some Canadian beers back with me. Mm, that would be cool. Okay, okay yeah, that would be a really nice one. I in Calgary that I, I, mean, I grew up with, so to speak, mm. um, along
1: with other ones that I know are good in, in Canada that I can I can get. So, After failing to find a Russian river, Pliny the Elder to bring back last time, <laughs> which is you know difficult in that they only make um, enough to sell out on the day that it... I mean, it's one of the most famous micros you know, in oh. America, and uh, they they queue up around the block on mm. the day that it's brewed to buy. It. Well, not on the day that it's brewed, but on the day that they open to sell it. Yeah. Um, so it's ridiculously difficult to get. But it's kind right. of a legendary IPA, oh, yeah. double IPA, in fact.
0: Nice. See, so, yeah, I have I here a here. sister
1: in California, which is where the brewery
2: is located as well, hmm. and at, uh, she was coming at Christmas, so I was trying to get her. To Bring some mm-hmm. so that I could bring some, and that just was a failed endeavor in the end. Yeah,
1: I would have paid probably ten pounds a bottle easily. Yeah, <laughs> that good. Have you had it before? No, okay. no, no, man, no, you can't buy it in Europe. Mm-hmm. only like you three can, states in America. You can yeah. buy it. In. Really? Yeah. Because wow. it just sells out so quickly. It's, it's
2: and they're not interested in expanding, so mm-hmm. they no. have, you know, seven and a half bottles.
0: And... <laughs> nice. So. Have you guys played anything else? As I've ranted on about very quickly, um, about the games I've been playing.
2: Um, I, I think I've mentioned it, one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I played another counter game. Uh, I um, installed Counter Strike Global Offensive. Yeah. Um, which I some, somehow got. Um, I don't even remember because I don't recall buying it. I haven't played a Counter Strike game in a long, long time. Um, probably, I'm going to say twenty. At least 2010, if not earlier. Yeah. Uh, Counter Strike Source played a little bit of that um, with some mates. Uh, enjoyed it. Ended up playing more um, Battlefield Vietnam and Far Cry as our sort of our group's mm-hmm. um, first-person shooters of choice. But played a little bit Counter Strike, um, and then so I just found out it could run on on OS X of all yeah. things, and uh, booted it up and. Knowing Counter Strike's community, I chose to play offline with bots first, <laughs> um, and, uh, and it, it, it was, like it was a good quite idea. A, quite a lot of fun. Um, I definitely did not do well the first time, but quickly got my C legs back, and, and mm-hmm. now I'm on extreme bot difficulty, and you know, still winning matches. Well, at least the deathmatchy ones were. You know, I don't have to rely on anyone else, um, and they've got the. Um, um, I think they call it the gun game um, mode which we actually also all played yesterday on Battlefield something no, call, um, of call of Duty call of, yes. call, uh, call of Duty Black Ops Black Ops I yeah. it's going to be called cool one day right yeah. um, don't reveal all your secrets <laughs> um, and it, that was quite a bit of fun because um, every time you die you sort of realize that you're helping someone else progress right um, on the Counter-Strike version you have to kill someone with a golden knife mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meanwhile you've cycled everyone through the bad accuracy, um, automatic weapons, then pistols, uh, then sniper rifles, then even worse pistols. (laughs) Um, But if you go fast enough everyone's got really good weapons for picking you off and you have this stupid gold knife (laughs) that you have to stab them with, so that that was quite fun. Um, And then uh, that's basically um, Deathmatch and that I didn't... So you're playing that against bots? Not right really now, yeah,
1: I'm going to probably go online this yeah. week. I just want to at least remember how to play. I can't play first-person shooters against bots. It's just like a completely different game. M- my whole game is about essentially dis- deception and trickery, and it doesn't oh, work against... This oh, yeah, it was peculiar. more of of
2: um, <clears throat> reminding myself, like figuring out how the game dynamics work. Because mm, when yeah. I start, first started Counter-Strike Source and started going online, it was
0: uh, quite a aggressive competitive community, and you you can't learn the game because you just I think it's a a reason that I've never really got into into Counter-Strike. It's got Mm -hmm. quite a big barrier because it's been out for a while and people are so good at it. I I know that I would just go on and be absolutely decimated.
2: Which is why we only started playing when there was like a a threshold of us, like there was six or seven of us, so we just went on our server ourselves. And Mm. sometimes we'd leave it open, but usually we would just sort of kill each other and get good because we didn't have to worry about someone just wiping the floor with us yeah Um, yeah.
0: is CSGO the version that they use for the esports I think so yeah Yeah. which is is CSGO or Counter-Strike the biggest esport there is
2: uh, it depends are we counting Korea and Starcraft
0: Um, I suppose you have to it is an esport
2: yeah no, um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I sort of, I guess, I had a week of, of of doing what people do, um, you Not know, really games. popular games.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, gamer
2: people. I don't yeah. mean real people. I think even mean
0: normal people. No, like actual um, real but, um, but people. yeah, it was uh, all these fake people hanging <laughs> around playing all their games. Yeah. Yeah.
2: and I think it was it was uh, it was playing that Killing Floor, um, and then to be like, oh yeah, I remember playing first person shooters with people around and. That sort of like, mm. like oh I apparently have CS:GO I should play this and now I of course
1: as as you pointed out bots are really dumb mm. um, but they just play different even if it like even when they're too difficult to beat mm-hmm. they're difficult in a way that's not like like people we, yeah so I have the same um, issues playing sports games online as well yeah um, so sports games online great absolutely do that but against a computer it's just different. Different. different, it's wrong. It okay. needs an inherently multiplayer mm. game. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah,
2: yeah. so but that that was my other main game of the week.
0: Nice. Nice. A very popular game. Yeah. I think you're <laughs> saying that it might be the biggest esport. It's definitely yeah. the, one of the biggest um, watch games on Twitch as well, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people watch CSGO. Although, maybe we'll talk about it in another episode mm-hmm. about people watching, people playing games.
1: Yes, so I we'll do a they're... video episode of us watching people play games, so people can watch us watching people play games.
0: Mm. Quite play possibly, game. maybe we'll put it on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we can <laughs>
1: we'll,
2: we'll Twitch cast us watching Let's Play videos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just be like a new website, Meta Twitch, or something. Mm. Set so up where people do that. It's not a great idea. <laughs> belabouring it somewhat, but um, <laughs> on that bombshell we move on to the final, the Weird Beard Five O'clock. Yeah, challenge? definitely, yeah. definitely. So, don't know that much about weird beer. To be fair, I've had a couple of beers of theirs before. Never been amazingly blown away by it, but I like American IPA. Probably my favourite style of beer. That's so,
2: that's overtly in your face hoppy.
1: Um, yeah, but it's more about the. Um, it's not going to be really, really bitter. So an IPA could be up to about ninety IBUs, but um, an American one will typically be under sixty. Okay, so it won't be. This four pure one we had, for instance, as I mean, I had a sort of lingering, um, I want to say soapy aftertaste that was hanging with me during that discussion. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't expect to have that from here, didn't get it from the siren. No, so big, expect big fruity tropical flavors. Um, Cascade hops, we're expecting to see that a lot. Mm. The sea hops in
0: general. I think we've had a few um, American IPAs, haven't we? Yeah, as well. yeah. Founders, the yep, Death car true. on
1: the, the
2: <laughs> yeah, That's right. Yeah. And the cap of this one, for you graphically inclined, is a skull with hops in the eye sockets, <laughs> uh, a chain going from uh, the chin to the ear, uh, a mohawk, mm, and then yeah. sort of a overgrown on one side. Captain Picard. Um, he's he's a little John Luke. Yeah, well, I don't know how to describe that tuft. A tuft. A tuft on the side of the one of the head that doesn't have the earring
0: chain. Okay. So I, I wonder whether the, all the weird beards, um, beers have skulls as their logos.
1: I don't know. Maybe skulls yeah. are quite a dominant theme in um, hipster beer brewing. And, <laughs> in, in beavering. Um, so the uh, Beaver Town. Yeah, it had a skull, a kind of skeleton. It did national national, right. Yeah. Um, there's a like Iron Maiden uh, themed beer.
0: That there is. They've got Eddie on it, haven't they? Kind
1: of horrible beer that you can get in Morrison's for like one pound for six sixty. But it's just it tries to say that it's a really adventurously hoppy, and then Jenkins like mm, meh. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not slagging enough but there's a lot of uh, yeah. The skull is one of the most widely used uh, insignia on. Beer brewing stuff okay. which actually strikes me as kind of an outdated thing I mean for instance if I was marketing a beer I would be looking more at the um simple but like um direct sort of branding I wouldn't put too much intricate stuff going on yeah, something there.
0: more like the brew by numbers label which is very simple yeah that's yeah. true yeah, yeah brew
1: by numbers kernel kernel's <laughs> the one I was thinking I can yeah. remember yeah so, for pure yeah. um also to some extent um wiper and true mm-hmm. like the wool bottles where you can see it immediately you know what it is Yeah, there's no sort of wasted uh, lines and details that don't yeah. really matter so wiper and true has labels uh, a label that's a little more complicated
2: but mm. all the beers have sort of the same label except for the text that sort of says this is the name of our beer etc yeah, they well, all sort of have the same it's a different it's a, yeah, image yeah, isn't it right. yeah.
1: it's yeah. always gold right. embossed something yeah. on there and often with elephants on I don't know
0: why yeah, I think the one we had had a moth or something on, didn't yeah. it? Did the, it? The breeze okay. and yeah, there's sure. a moth or a butterfly. Yeah, that's right. Man. And
1: one's a rocket as well. And there's one yeah. with a balloon. Yeah, there's right. loads actually. But anyway, so that's that's what I I'm, I generally tend to steer away from the skull end mm-hmm. of the. So, so you you yeah. want
2: like a, the Helvetica of labels? Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what's so what's this like? Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, that's a little more solid sweetness. Kind of
2: like a brown sugary. Mm-hmm.
1: Not as wispy as the other one. It tastes sweet as oh, well. Wow. Yeah, the taste is. Hmm. Um... Well, what is that? It's almost smoky. At one point. Yeah, smoky definitely. Straight away, it hits you with a smoky.
0: Yeah. No, I was not. Wasn't expecting that. No, me neither. Which is. Um... But it, I mean, it's, it's almost I mean, it's almost barbecue, isn't it? It's almost mm. hickory-ish. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Don't know if I've ever had a smoky beer like this. This That's is really intriguing. And uh, then that gives way to um kind of a, not as fruity as I was expecting, but there is a citrusy kind of fade out after that smokiness. Like a light
2: citrus. Like, mm. um, and, and, um, I was going to say inoffensive, but I use that term too much. Um, like a really light orange. Yeah. No, no, not nice. a strong
1: orangey taste, but just sort of a, you know. You and know. it's not like got a residual bitterness. It's not particularly dry. It's, there's a sweetness. A little bit of a of a
2: finish that lingers yeah well it's yeah, an but, IPA oh yeah, I remember, yeah. So it well, yeah. Kind of but but compared to the um, the Soundwave the 4 yeah. pure? which one was the one with the low finish now I've yeah the mm.
1: hmm. so the 4 pure had to quite um... oh it was the one with no finish wasn't it yeah, yeah. no I think you're talking about the Soundwave oh, sound sound right had the no Soundwave we wave had first also, sorry, sorry yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Soundwave had almost no finish this is yeah. a little more yeah that's true but yeah, less yeah. than the 4 pure. That's right, the 4Pure just kept going and going. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, I've been paying attention, clearly. <laughs> um, so so when we talk about favorites, make sure
1: you pay attention to mine, because I clearly have been balancing these things very accurately in my head. So there's a big difference between the the smell, the nose of it, and the taste. Like, the smell doesn't give anything away about the smokiness it's about to come. No, it's not it? at all. So, you think, okay, this is going to be sweet, fruity, kind of bouquet of tropical fruits or something. And then it's more like um kind of Mexican burger style. Like a smokehouse. Yeah. yeah. It, and maybe it's... Um, I mean, I haven't read the detail of it, but perhaps it's aged in um, a barrel of some description. Mm. It's got smokiness. Because it's hard to see how you get that.
2: Yeah, it's not a, a standard beer no, it's, gettable. <clears throat> that's beer true. gettable. It's not a standard beer gettable flavour. <laughs> that's a technical
1: <laughs> term. Um, You're not getting it from hops or... Um, nice. Or grains, like I mean, maybe there's some kind of grain that gives that, hmm. but I mean, there's
0: no like
1: roasted grains in this because it's 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 actually like probably a, the um, lightest of the three, yeah. In color, right.
0: yeah, they've all been very similar color wise, yeah. I think this is a, 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 a very light amber. Oof. I would really, imagine that's <clears throat> just the nature of the IPA, I suppose.
1: So, does it reveal any details on here? Blah, blah, blah. No,
0: mm. It is very nice. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm unique not sure. and nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Sort of what I, uh, I think we get this quite a lot. Where we, we sort of expect something slightly different from a, yeah. Yeah. a beer, and you're just very surprised by what mm. the actual, what the actual mm. taste is. It, it's no Indian Red Ale, though. Or well, the Flame. Yeah.
1: I had another one of their beers in, uh, in town, midweek, in between uh, podcasts. It was a, um, it was a Brown Ale. Um, it's Bristol Beer Factory Bristol Beer Factory, yeah, yeah 365 it's called Okay um, And somehow the, the bar we were in had it in the fridge This bottle of brown ale So when um I was served it and poured it out It was like really cold So my first initial taste was There isn't really any taste to this This is, um, mm-hmm. this is weird because it's one of the most popular beers It goes quite quickly, people, mm. people like it So I was kind of disappointed However, I've got to say when it warmed up left about 10 minutes or so and it became roughly room temperature really started to bring out very nice kind of i'm not like a big brown ale like fan but um yeah it was it was lovely it was think, yeah. really rich and so nice. i I, I, try, I like to think i call it as i see it with beers i'm not going to just have a like sometimes i don't like a beer or a brewery or something but then when i, I drink a nice one of theirs it's really good and yeah, yeah. i like a lot of their beers sometimes I'm missing the, the hit but this one I thought actually was great. So if you get a 365, don't have it out of the fridge because then it tastes rubbish. Leave it to warm up. Brown ale should be room temperature. And by room temperature, I mean room temperature in the UK.
0: Right, so sort of 18 to 21 degrees. Yeah, maximum. 15 to 21 degrees <laughs> if you haven't put your heating on. That's right. So cool. Um, um, nice. We should drink this whilst we discuss co-op games. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to start with you first, Hello. What's your, not favourite co-op game, Mm. what's your uh, most memorable co-op experience? Wait, can we start with the definition of co-op game? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, co-op game
1: as opposed to party game. Right, so, Bomberman isn't a co-op game.
0: So, a, a game that you are playing with somebody else to achieve the same goal... So, right. Okay. So, Streets of Rage is a co-op game. Streets of Rage is a, a co-op game. Street Fighter is great. not. Street Fighter is not. Okay, cool. Street Fighter is a multiplayer em up. Competitive game. Whereas, yeah. Whereas Streets of Rage is a cooperative em up.
2: Well, well No. Street, <laughs> it's the, an option. Street Fighter is not a beat em up. <laughs> it's a fighter. To be fair. Okay. But, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we can't say that Streets of Rage and Street Fighter are the same category. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, do
0: you punch straight. people in the face in both games? They both have the word street in the title. That's oh, very, right. that's street very true. That's true. Street games. <laughs> I take it back. FIFA Street Pro 4. That is, an, that is a good idea for a week. We'll do street games. Uh-huh. The street bit. Um,
1: Record it on the street <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> uh, so would that be...
2: Not that this is my answer, but would like Counter-Strike
0: be? Where you are working with your friends as the yeah of course yeah. Okay. Um, if you're working as part of a team it's definitely a cooperative game mm. oh this is tough I'm going to say nostalgia wise it's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
2: Hyperstone Heist <laughs> on uh, what platform on the uh, Sega Genesis on the arcade and or theme. no or the X-Men um, arcade four player game which is called X-Men featured Wolverine in his classic brown and yellow costume yeah. Um, and Colossus was the best one because his special move was basically blowing, exploding in electricity and shedding his metal skin just to get it back again. It didn't really make sense but it was an area uh, effect (laughs) attack. Um, I really liked, like growing up, it was side-scrollers, playing with your friends, Streets of Rage also Mm -hmm. was was part of my childhood. Um, but the Ninja Turtles game, I played the shit out of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I'll, we can circle back to me um, for sort of, I think, more of what you were thinking of talking about, but I'm going to leave it at that and then okay. move on okay. to you, Alex.
1: So, um, I, um, I really like this game for the Mega Drive, I think it was. And I think, uh, why, why is that funny? I just because because
2: we're
0: we're going like way way back. <laughs> That's fine. We start we start at the beginning. We start so, the beginning.
1: Um, I'm not entirely sure that this is the name of the game. I can remember it very distinctly, but I'm pretty sure it's called um, Gunstar Heroes. Oh my god, that game is amazing! Yeah, right, good. I'm glad I remember. So that was a, that was um, a kind of sort of scroller. Um but shoot 'em up kind of style. Frenetic game. shoot 'em up. Yeah. And um it was like Japanese um sort of sound effects where when you powered up you were kind of like ho cha and stuff and you could like double jump and get I don't know. <laughs> it was a playable game. It was yeah, I can't remember it like it was fifteen years ago since I played it, but it stuck with me as a very as like if that's the type of game we're talking about, mm. you and your bud... Against yeah, everyone, yeah. kicking ass. That that game is the kind of the one I think of straight away when I go there. I mean, I have played um, Call of Duty with people, and when you do play it with people, it's quite fun, I suppose, that type of thing. But it doesn't define the game. Yeah, so, this, so I think one of the, mm. the reasons why I liked um, Team
2: Fortress Two and Counter Strike, as far as first person shooters, because they were built around the cooperative side. Mm-hmm. Um, team Battlefield Port- as well. Yeah, but like Call of Duty and Battlefield seemed to, I and mean, you had a team, but you didn't work as hard. While mm. like with the things like the bomb and saving the uh, hostages and stuff in Counter Strike, it, it just sort of made sense to work together instead of trying to one man it. While a lot of, well, at least my experience with most of the other first person shooters that are multiplayer, it's you know, get your score. I want to have the highest score. Oh mm, yeah. And mm. I don't need to achieve an objective that necessitates me to work with you. So fuck that.
1: Yeah. Sure,
0: <laughs> sure. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that. Because with a strike? With perhaps? a strike. Or with a spy, maybe, I don't know. But I think maybe not my favourite, but one of the games that I played a lot of co op in, it was um Call of Duty Black Ops. Mm. Because it was the first Call of Duty that allowed you to play online mm, split, split screen, screen. Yeah. Mm. and and me and my housemate just that is that is the game that we almost exclusively played, and that, or at least the game that we we sort of both played cooperatively. And even though you're on a, a six man team against another six man team, the two of us would just go around together and sort of watch each other's backs, be able to point out enemies, go into flanking positions. So even though we were trying to get the highest score. We were still we, we, well. I suppose we were trying to chase the two high, the two right. highest scores. You guys were so being we rainbow two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We could just try and do it together rather than um, you know, as as most Call of Duty games are, running off on your own, and firing aimlessly into the air, screaming, "Look at me! I'm here!" We could actually. Move around, and, and it's all about getting on the big, like fixed guns, like the
1: big mini guns that are at the the static guns, and then the other guy can cover you because yeah. well, yeah, having, you a, be having a spotter
0: is, as well, sort of oh, just well, yeah. sat just sat above <laughs> you, being able to call <laughs> out where people are. And it's, I, I suppose, it's very different to playing. Um, you, you know, we could have had the same or a similar experience had he have been in another house and we'd have been playing online together, chatting over a headset. But I think because we were in the same room. It was a bit mm. quicker, and because you've then also got that opportunity, which you which you get with a lot of card games, is I can see what he sees, yeah. rather than just him telling me what he sees. I can quickly glance down to 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 what he's looking at to know exactly, sort almost triangulate exactly where an enemy is. That's true, so, so. um First of all, I commend you on man-
2: managing to combine last week's theme with this week's yeah, theme. It yeah. was quite quite well done.
1: The the co op party game <laughs> solution. Um, I mean, the, the two teams weren't a million miles away to begin oh, with. Oh yeah, were they? they but required but, a definition to pull them apart in the first place. But anyway, sorry, sorry, carry on. <laughs> um, have you
2: heard of Screen Cheat?
1: Yes. <laughs> do
2: you do you know the premise of the game? No. Okay, it's a it's a first person shooter indie game where. Basically, you have to cheat and look at other, the other person's screen to figure out where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get the split screen even if you're not around. And I, 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 I haven't thought about this in a while, uh, so I can't actually remember. I think it is they're invisible on your screen, so you have to look at their. Oh right. Their. Um, you know, split-screen view yeah, yeah. to figure out where they are and then sort of do the math calculation of where they yeah, are yeah. on the map. Um, I really wanted to play with it with, with someone because it seems like too much fun. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. You, you, there, there's no way of doing this except to cheat, and that's yeah, the point. Yeah. Because, of course, I don't know if you remember, I mean, I was I've, as we discussed yesterday, I've never been good with first-person shooters with analog sticks. But I did play GoldenEye a couple of times mm-hmm. with friends. And there used to be the one guy who was very good at it because he would just use all the all, all the
0: information available, and then people were like, "You're just looking at my screen." Yeah, I, I, that might have been me when I was Which I don't because think is... I owned the N64. And people came to my yeah. house to play it. So we're now talking about anti-coop. Games. Right. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, but but Screensheet just
2: came to mind when you're talking about how exploiting um, the other screen. Um, but so, I hate to say this, but my. Most memorable, fun co op experience is also a first Persian one, but it's um, I said Persian, Persian, you have three days. The first uh, Persian, uh, yeah, 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 Prince of Persian. Um, no, it's a uh, Portal 2 with a, with a friend, yeah, um, Portal is a great example. Portal 2 solo was I wasn't that impressed, um, but they clearly put a lot of effort into figuring out. Puzzles where you needed both of you to work together, mm-hmm. and that was w- way more fun. And the communication, um, especially if you weren't in the same room, yeah, and trying did to you play this online? Yeah, yeah. Uh, way it was proper tough in yeah. the in the um, co-op typing slash mo. Maybe we ended up just actually one of us downloading Teamspeak and, and hosting yeah, it because yeah. it was just easier. But um, yeah, I think that was probably my favorite proper co-op experience where where it's not that you can work together but you have to work together in mm-hmm. that sense of co-op like, like the goals are are work together to get this done versus we, like we were talking about first person shooters you could technically do it by yourselves and mm-hmm. probably win but working together is a nice thing yeah
1: yeah cool
2: any um non-mega drive
1: co-op <laughs> um uh I'm not sure. I, that was all I had thought about previously. I mean, I probably, but not off the top of my head. Yeah, you're not a,
0: a much of a co-op guy.
1: Um, I don't know. I, See, I, I, I think
0: I sort of uh, almost wanted to talk about this because I, I almost search for it. So I used to play World of Warcraft a shit ton, and I played a lot of other um, sort of online MMOs, and even mm, versus. Not online no, MMOs? Offline MMOs. So MMs? MMMs. So, alright, MMO, MMORPGs, <laughs> MMORBs. <MMO-R-X. laughs> MMORBs. MMORBs. is um, the, But the that word. is, you know, it's exactly what you're talking about. You, you get together, you're being coordinated, especially when you're doing sort of end game raids. Someone is. You, it got to a point where you almost had to learn your role. Mm. But you were trying to achieve something. You were trying to take down a boss, which it took 20 or 40 men to take down. Or a, women. Or, yeah. Characters to take down. And I you had to. I'm,
1: I'm too much of a Leroy Jenkins <laughs> to
2: deal with that type of that, coordination. That, that is true. I don't know why I didn't think of MMOs. Um, I, I had my MMO addictions. In fact, I was in Final Fantasy XI in a static group mm-hmm. in undergrad where people were cross... North America, I think there was one person who often went to Europe but other than that it was but still like four time zones and we had to to coordinate and um, and I remember friends being like really, you're going to stop hanging out because you have to go play your game with your (coughs) online friends Um, but we made it really far and we did some things in uh, unique ways but uh, and that's the reason why I try MMOs is to replicate that experience Uh, ultimately it fell apart as these things do um but that's a story for another day but yeah i think that that's my some of my favorite moments in gaming yeah definitely on like world of warcraft early world of warcraft like a month after release um a party and just doing a world pvp raid like Mm -hmm. not not this is before battlegrounds came out so you just kind of like i feel like killing people i'll just go and Attack the Crossroads, because my friends wanted to play Alliance, I know, I know. Um, and that was super fun, and, like, trying to coordinate, um, and, and, yeah, like, playing with each other, using guild chat to coordinate, and be like, okay, they've got a wave of, like, high levels coming, we need to fucking hide. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, and also ways of, like, we know, like, figuring out how to draw the guards out. Mm-hmm. So that we could then take out
1: the you noobs, go in and run into Agramar and yeah.
0: take it out. Like, yeah, yeah. I also played Alliance, so you're in um, you're in good company. Uh, it was a gnome rogue called No More. <laughs> Very surprising that that name wasn't taken. It's if been you, if you got it on launch, I suppose I, yeah. it's that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and I purely picked
2: gnome because I could be a rogue, and they were small. So even if you saw me, like even if you heard that Oh, that like guy, and I can now see it. Oh, but the amount of times I hid in a bush such that they'd hear the noise because they detected me, but they literally couldn't see me, and then I'd jump out and stab <laughs> them in the face, or probably the back should have been. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, I th- yeah, you're right. The, I don't know
0: how I totally yeah, yeah. missed that. Those, the,
2: that's clearly
0: co op. Mm, I suppose it is co op, but you're getting a completely, almost a different experience with playing people online, not being in the same. um Vicinity as them um, and having to use things like TeamSpeak. Uh, I remember when we were sort of raiding, it w- you'd only have maybe two people that would uh, chat as such, that would you know, Cause give directions because they were the coordinators and they were telling everybody sort of mm. you what phase really it was. No, was like of course, that. you can't. it would become massively difficult. But when I really got into to raiding, it was when I was living with a friend and we were both playing, we were both part of the same guild, we were both on the same raids, and the laptop I had. Ran well, so I just used to. He he was sat in his room on his PC, and I could sit on his bed mm. and just play on my my laptop, and that was good because you still had interaction mm. between the two of you. You were still both doing the same goal, um, and I suppose it's it's a lot of games now. You don't get a lot of okay, apart from MMOs. You don't get a massive amount of sort of. So co-op actually, in really. It made me
1: think now that. Um so, my parents' house for a while, for some reason, my mum for work had a separate work uh, internet connection set up. So, there were two internet connections in my house. This mm-hmm. was like 10 years ago. Um, and uh, me and my friend figured out that we could then play poker on two IPs and uh, sit in the same. Um, on the same table the same five player table and we'd both be able to see each other's hand so in a sense online poker can be played in a co-op mode um, but it's actually quite difficult to triangulate what the best strategy is because you'd be like Right, I've got two sevens and you'll have a guy but like I've got a jack and a ten. Like, okay, should I should I bet then? I, <laughs> I don't know. What he's really been I'm like, gonna fall. Gonna we're t- going
2: to cheat. <laughs> I don't know how to cheat. <laughs> That's
1: right. Well we we spent ages like setting up yes, definitely it's not gonna they can't trace it. It's it's still it's fine. I it. Yeah, so anyway, back, <laughs> shall we pick a beer? Everyone pick a beer? I think so. Yeah. So we've had Siren, Soundwave, the 4 Pure, it's just called IPA, um, and um, Weird Beard, 5 O'Clock Shadow, American IPA. So, uh, Ben, what was your highlight?
0: Um, I think it was the first, I think it was the Siren Soundwave. Soundwave. It was just really, it was nice and light, but it was hoppy as well. Yeah. So you you still get that IPA flavour and, and full bodiness of it, but it was just in a, in a when I say full bodied. It was, the, the taste was there, but it was just nice and light. It's sort of something that you could very easily drink and drink and drink, yeah, not realise you're absolutely fuck yeah. <laughs> What percentage is it anyway? Uh, five point six. It's not stupid. That's though. not. That's not bad. I didn't notice that the the five o'clock, the weird beard, five o'clock shadow is seven. Seven is it?
1: Yeah. So it's it pushing the boundary between. A IPA and a double IPA. Yeah,
0: and the the full pure is uh, 6.5.
1: But you come to think of it now, you say that, it, I, I've got that alcoholic kind of, like, you can tell when there's a high alcohol yeah. content. Yeah, you life. can definitely tell the 5
2: o'clock shadow was the, the yeah. strongest of the three. So there's
1: a ratio that you use in brewing but that's the ratio between the bitterness and the alcohol content. Mm. So you can sort of keep them in step with each other and it's it okay. supposed to kind of mask the residual kind of Strain. vodka-y sort of alcohol taste that you get if you don't really balance anything else right. in the beer with it. Um, so if you can taste the alcohol, in a sense, that means the ratio is tilted somewhere.
0: Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you don't want it to be added. Anyway. It's always, it depends what flavour you're going for, it doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. true. Like the mix that you want to get. But, I mean, the Soundwave was so just n- nice and light that it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely my favourite this week. Okay.
1: I, don't, I uh, I'm gonna have to go with the
2: five o'clock shadow. Really. Okay. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um one,
2: I love the taste of smoke. Um my favorite scotches are from Isla. Uh I really enjoy Russian campfire teas like Lapsang Shushong. Um and this is this beer would be like um this beer reminded me of Thomas was alone. Okay. In that it, I wasn't expecting much. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be really enjoyable. Mm. and I want to continue pursuing it for hours on it. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, it's really good. I really quite like it. Um, I don't think the smokiness lingers long enough for me to think, ooh, a smoky beer, this is weird. I think it's a perfect balance of this thing I've never tasted in beer. Yeah. I always thought, you know, smoky palate and beer palate. Never mm-hmm. the Twain shall meet and So you've never do. had a
1: um, whiskey barrel aged beer before?
2: Um right, I mean in not in this I have, but I don't think it's had this type of smoky character. Mm. Fair. Okay.
1: Fair. Well, I'm gonna also hit the sound wave. I mean it's it already was before we started this evening one of my favourite yeah. beers. So I these two haven't Budged it off the top spot for me and jumped, which means that it wins this week, technically yeah. speaking. So almost
0: the deck was stacked. Before we began. <laughs> well Alex? Cards? Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that
1: bomb, nice, well, nice. Um so
2: I know you didn't get a chance, I don't think, to play our free game of the week. Uh, I did. Um Alex, you didn't, right? I downloaded it and didn't play it. That's right. Um it's Super Crate Box. Uh, you can get it at SuperCrateBox.com. Um, it is really simple, but somehow yeah. difficult. It's it's harder than you think it should oh, be. Oh, completely. Yeah. Um, it's basically um, for those of you who are aged like ourselves. Um, have you ever played Mario Brothers? Not Super Mario Brothers, but the original, where you were Mario and Luigi had um, had to kill monsters who were coming from the ceiling. And then uh, ran down through a few platforms. Um, and isn't that, is
0: that, um, isn't that not Mario? Isn't that Donkey Kong? That um, the first Donkey Kong game where you've got to run up to get to Donkey Kong because he's stolen the prince. Yeah, no, so, so that's barrels down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, this yeah, yeah. one's it's
2: smaller. There's only but there's a top platform that goes about the middle two thirds, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then the second level is a third on the left and a third on the right yeah. and a gap, and then. The bottom, the bottom part. Yeah. So it's exactly like this, the second level, the, the levels of Super Great Box. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you could play it against each other where the, you could jump on each other's heads and steal the coins that they, you got mm-hmm. and use the power box. In fact, it was a secret minigame in Super Mario 3 where Wait. if you went back a level, the level you just passed, with the one that had the little M or L coin on it, you could enter that and you could steal each other's power-ups from your little flip menu. Alright, yeah, Mario Brothers. Who knew? Um, anyway, so it's that type of game where it's 2D, um, very small level, no ramp around, um, and basically enemies fall from the top and slowly go um, through the three platform levels of platforms. And if they get to the middle of the bottom, it's a fire and it makes them angry, and then they come down faster, faster. and red. Yeah. Um, no matter how many enemies you kill in Super Crate Box, your score doesn't go up. Um, the point is that there are crates that spawn uh, random parts of the level, and those crates contain weapons. And you're just trying to get as many crates as possible. You start with the pistol, pistol, yep. where which it, isn't very good. Yeah, it's quite rubbish. Um, even the small enemies take three or four hits. Yeah, yeah. The giant enemy uh, that comes down takes too many for you to easily kill them mm-hmm. with the pistol. Um, every 10... No, what is it? I can't remember. Um, There's a certain number of crates you have to get to unlock a new weapon. I think it
0: it scales up, so I think with the first level, you unlock the shotgun after collecting 5 crates, you then unlock the kimbo um, or dual pistols pistols, um, after, then 15 crates, and then at 30 crates, and at 60 crates. So it it progressively makes you play the game longer to be able to unlock the the next weapon.
2: What's really interesting about it is um, it does the weapon crate count separate from how well you're doing? Yeah. So if it's sixty crates to unlock blah, it's sixty crates you've opened no matter how many times you yeah it's overall through. overall playthroughs yeah. yeah yeah. And so there's things like the shotgun, which basically annihilates anything in a short range. There's mines, which don't think are that great.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a fun little game. Yeah. I'm
2: not sure I would play it too much. But it's it's. I think what got caught me and why I wanted to see your opinions. Um, was that it's tough? Like I die tough, on the yeah, tutorial level, and all you have to do is avoid enemies, grab a crate, small level, shoot them if you can, grab next crate, and somehow you just die yeah, so easily. Yeah. Um, and I, it was in the spirit of a, our discussion of Hotline Miami and um, Super Hexagon, that I was like, oh, this seems like a reasonable mm-hmm. game to bring up. Um, so I encourage all of you to try it out, uh, including you, Alex. <laughs> um, I think it's. Uh, Definitely worth the zero dollar, definitely I mean,
0: especially even if you only play for fifteen minutes, it's still a yeah. good fifteen minutes. it's still a good little game just to just to pass sort of a half an hour, fifteen minutes yeah, um, sort of spell mm-hmm. and uh, tweet us at tanked up
2: underscore cast yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, he said that with such confidence and then narrated himself <laughs> on a podcast. Um, yeah, tweet us at tankedup underscore cast and let us know what you think of Super Crate Box, which again is at supercratebox.com. Throw the www if you feel like up front.
0: Or you can tweet yourself at or at... The
2: Omniarch, that's T-H-E-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H. Or uh, Ben...
0: I am at Nova underscore four seven, N-O-V-A underscore four seven... And Alex's right, the postal address? <laughs> Alex. Yeah.
2: Alex at Bristol. Yeah. and my at laugh. Bristol, just just put it on Alex, snap the crap out of it. Say Bristol, UK, and cross your fingers. Just just, or just, go, just
0: don't do it. Yeah. Possibly it. hire a plane with a message. Mm. And fly it over Bristol. Yeah. yeah Skyride. Yeah. Yeah. Skyriding up. in a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. might look out the window, might not might see not. it.
2: Probably will be cloudy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Skywriting won't be readable. Anyway,
1: right. That's it for this week. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Ciao.